The Pixel 2 is the best phone of 2017 and the phone to beat in 2018. What's up everybody, I'm James Thomas of Simple Tech News, and this is my long-term review of the Google Home Mini, the Pixel 2, and the Pixel 2 XL. Now, I've got a lot to cover with the Pixel 2, so let's just get started with the Google Home Mini. If you're not familiar, the Google Home Mini is a cheaper, smaller version of the Google Home Smart Speaker. It's basically Google's answer to the wildly popular Echo Dot from Amazon. The price is $49, however, you can usually find it on sale for $29 and it comes in three colors chalk charcoal and coral it's about four inches in diameter just over an inch and a half tall about the size of a donut and the controls on the home mini are simple even though there's no visible buttons you can tap on the top to pause tap on the left or right side to adjust the volume there's a mute switch around back and there's four indicator lights underneath the fabric top which are visible only when lit up now there are a lot of great things to love about the Google Home Mini. It's a great speaker for the size. It's very loud. I'd say the audio quality, uh, it's really good. It's more of a flat sound, not a bunch of bass, but good quality. The Google Assistant provides accurate results. The natural language processing is much better than what you'll find on Alexa or some other uh, smart speakers. And there's great integration with Google products as you would expect, uh, like the Chromecast. Uh, there's a clean design that I think fits well in just about any home decor. It, it, feels more, it feels more like a part of the home rather than a piece of tech in the home. And best of all, it supports multi-room audio. Now, before we go and talk more about pros, let's, let's get into some cons with one major one being the microphones. In my opinion, there aren't enough. When the volume's up, I'd say probably around 60% or higher, the microphones have a hard time picking up our voices. It seems to be getting a lot better with time, but at first, you'll literally be yelling when the volume is at 100%, and that's the major con that you'll get with the Google Home Mini. But let's not, you know, let's not beat around the bush here. It's still a fantastic device. It's a fantastic small smart, smart speaker from the team at Google, but they just need to add some microphones, I think, in the second gen to better the experience overall at higher volumes. And again, the best feature is multi-room audio. It works flawlessly. We haven't had any hiccups. We've got one upstairs, one down. And it's a great way to get a cheap, yet smart, expandable, good quality, whole house audio solution. But let's, let's get to the real reason why you're here, and that's the phones. Now, I've owned the Google Pixel 2 now, really since the release date. However, uh, the, the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL the experience and the internals are the same for both sizes except the screen size and battery so my opinions here they are valid for both versions i ordered the pixel 2 as soon as pre-orders began uh, right after the keynote announcing the device on october 4th and it became my daily driver right away uh, after two three months of using the pixel 2 every day i can unequivocally say that the pixel 2 is the best phone i've ever used it's the best android phone available today it's got the best camera on any phone and it definitely was the best phone of 2017. if you're not familiar with the pixel 2 let's talk specs for the operating system it's running the latest version of android oreo it's got a five inch always on full hd amoled display uh, at a 441 pixels per inch 16 by 9 aspect ratio 
and you've got 2.5D Corning Gorilla Glass 5 on the front. For cameras, you've got a 12.2 megapixel rear shooter and an 8 megapixel camera up front. The processor, you're looking at a Qualcomm Snapdragon 835, 4 gigs of RAM, 64 or 128 gigs of storage, and it comes in three colors, just black, clearly white, or kind of blue. You got two front firing speakers on the front, a 2700 milliamp hour battery for the Pixel 2, Bluetooth 5.0, active edge sensors in the bottom, USB-C 3.1 Gen 1 port, no headphone jack, unfortunately, but you do get water and dust resistance and an aluminum muta body with glass accents that I personally love the design. It's very utilitarian. It doesn't try to be flashy. I just, I personally just like the design. It also comes with a two year warranty and is Google Daydream ready. So what do all those specs add up to? Well, in my opinion, they add up to a fantastic phone that can do anything that you want it to. All day battery life, top of the line camera with some incredible machine learning technologies that do portrait mode better than any phone on the market. Uh, if you're not familiar portrait mode, it's that mode where you kind of get that blurry background. It, it's kind of like an artificial bokeh. It looks great. And like I said, it does it better than any phone. Samsung, iPhone, can't compete. And being that it comes straight from Google, you're getting the purest Android experience that just has a fit and finish that rivals, if not best, the older, more mature iOS from Apple. Nothing in this world's perfect. There are some sore points, but let's just keep going with the pros. Those front-facing speakers, they're fantastic. They get nice and loud and simply are just better than any phone that doesn't have front-facing speakers. And that's just because of the orientation. Side-mounted options, rear-mounted options, they will never compare. It's really difficult to muffle the sound regardless of your grip, portrait mode, landscape mode. They're fantastic. The camera, like I said, is the best camera I've ever used on a smartphone. Stabilization's fantastic. You're gonna get buttery smooth video. Color reproduction's great. It's not too saturated, uh, like some of the offerings from Samsung, but it's still vibrant. It's still true to life. Really great color detail there. And detail's great even in low light. I've gotten some great night photography shots. There hasn't been a single time that I've used this camera and it didn't deliver the shot I was looking for. This is definitely an upgrade for your Instagram game. Fast and smooth user experience with stock Android Oreo is the only way to go, in my opinion, if you're going to go Team Android. And there have been a lot of tiny refinements that just make Android feel mature, feel polished. They've got some updated animations that always on display. The cleaner notifications said, the settings menus have been tweaked. It's just, it's a more mature Android. The Active Edge feature lets you squeeze the sides of the phone to activate Google Assistant, and it's really become one of my favorite features about the phone. I find myself using the Google Assistant way more than I have on past Android phones. It just makes using the phone much more enjoyable. This feels like a Google phone, not an Android phone, and I think that's the point here. I think that's the message the marketing team is trying to push, that you're getting an experience that you can't get with any other phone, including Android phones. But other small things like instant tethering, uh, just the overall feel in the hand is great. The fingerprint sensor, lightning fast, and I've gotten great battery life, and it comes with that quick charge, which if you don't have a phone with quick charge, you'll never wanna go back. For the music lovers, the now playing feature, which listens to music that's playing around you and displays that info on the always on display, 
has become a game changer. It's one of my favorite features, being able to quickly figure out with no effort the names of songs and artists that are playing when I'm in the car or out somewhere else or just listening to music on the Google Home Mini. It's priceless. And when you pair that with an app called If This Then That, you can track all those songs with dates and time stamps in a simple Google spreadsheet, all without typing a single word. And I did see a new app push to the, to the Google Play Store, actually I found that today, which does this as well. So you can have an app that will just record all of that information so you can go back and quickly look through, add it to a Spotify playlist. It's a fantastic feature, especially if you're a music lover. All in all, there are just a lot of tweaks that make Android feel so much better. Small things like moving the Google search bar to the bottom just changes how you use the phone. I find myself searching my phone for apps or files or just the web much more, which I'm sure was Google's intention. But that small change to Android has improved the user experience and I think that goes a long way because, well, the user experience on Apple is what's always touted. It's simple, it just works. This is the first Android phone that I've used that's just simple and works. But that's enough of the positives. Let's talk negatives, some cons. The fingerprint sensor can be too sensitive at times. Accidental registrations always seem to happen. The palm recognition isn't as good as it is on an iPhone. I do sometimes find myself, depending on the grip, uh, you know, tapping a, an icon or, or moving a page when I don't want to. Um, and this could be my unit, but the power and volume markers are too shallow. Um, I've used the Pixel 2 XL and they're much more raised, so I think I just got a bad unit here, but I wish it was, um, I wish it stood out from the body a little more. It's really hard to find it when you're not looking at the phone. And I hate that there's no longer a texture on the power button. That's what I loved about the original Pixel. So hopefully with the Pixel 3, that comes back. Uh, as for the Pixel 2, the top and bottom bezels, they're too large for a phone in 2018. I mean, I prefer the bezels when I'm using it in landscape, watching a video, but they could be reduced at least by a third without compromising that usability and while still keeping those front firing speakers. There's no wireless charging because of that aluminum unibody and there's no headphone jack. I, it's not coming back. It's, it's not going to come back in 2018, but I just hate that there's no headphone jack in phones now and there's no headphones that come in the box. So you will have to use a dongle or Bluetooth headphones. So keep that in mind, but no headphone jack. All these cons do add up to disappointment for me. I have high, high standards for Google because I know they can create the best product in any category if they choose. But it's these little things that I think would convince the rest of the world that Google is just as good, if not better, than the Apples and the Samsungs of the world. Besides those cons, there are other improvements. What there are other improvements that can be made. What should be done for the Pixel 3? Well, personally, I'd love to see some innovation with the design that allows for wireless charging, but offers the durability of metal. Uh, wireless charging in phones, they all have glass backs. Obviously it makes sense, but it just makes it, it makes that phone so much more fragile. I'd like to see smaller bezels, but again, not at the expense of the front firing speakers. A more seamless Bluetooth slash wireless headphone solution or connection pairing option would be great. And some other color options other than black and white. Um, I would just like my phone to stand out a bit. Also better integration with Chromebooks. I am a Chromebook user. I love my Chromebook, but I would love to see some sort of connection kind of like Apple has uh, with iMessage and things where I can get messages, notifications right there seamlessly on my Chromebook. 
uh, uh, there's some other third-party solutions you can use but i'd like to see that built in to android built into chrome os and this is a small one but it's the last one here more first-party case options apple is the king of cases and accessories for the products it just makes you feel that they're invested in in what they're selling and i think google should make a better effort here they've got a couple options on the google on the google store but i'd like to see some different options some leather options some other materials just a wire wider variety so that again i can make my phone stand out a bit but let's let's wrap this up the pixel 2 is the best phone of 2017 and it's the phone to beat in 2018. it's got the best user experience the best operating system the best camera hands down and adorable build quality it brings a polish and sophistication to android and its experience is something i hope google continues with with a few small tweaks some additions soon others will begin to see what i see and once that happens developers will finally be enticed to bring their best apps and create their best apps on android and create them on android first i'm a pixel user that's not changing anytime soon and Apple, they've, they've got a great phone. The iPhone 10 is fantastic, but this, this is better. Even if you disagree that it's better, it's in the same class. And that's, that, that says a lot. This is their second attempt at making a smartphone. So I'd say that's a great outlook for the future of Google phones. But that's it, short, sweet. That is our Google Home Mini and Pixel 2 review. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Simple Tech News, and let us know, what are your thoughts and what are your experiences with the Google Home Mini or the Pixel 2, Pixel 2 XL? Is there a better phone than the latest offerings from Google? Tweet at us. Let us know using the hashtag SimpleTechNews. Thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. Once again, I'm James Thomas. We are Simple Tech News. Take care.